Paul Goody. Hey, Ben Lawrence. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I apologize. I'm eating a pizza. At it's the top not me of the... you have to apologize to. It's the person who uh, writes our corrections who hates it when we eat on the podcast. Yes. Um, also, let's just get rid of the suspense now. I have heard that there are no corrections. <laughs> um, well, I wasn't going to say anything. Sometimes they come in during the show. Indeed. Uh, but th at this point in time, uh, I was told before I started that there were certain things that we said we weren't sure about, such as um, is FedEx the person who uh, the field is named after in Washington, D.C. for the Washington yeah. football team? Well, and person, was, company, same thing. I was told that everything we said last episode was correct. Hey, what do you know? Now, I don't know if that's exactly true, but I, I that was <laughs> the idea. There were no corrections. We're on a roll. So the pizza that I'm eating is uh, Pizza Hut. It is pepperoni and black olive. Also known as Betty deterrent. Betty uh, will does not she eat... Not like black olives or pepperoni. Mm -mm. She doesn't like black olives. She does like pepperoni. I'm with her. Hey, I, uh, I do not care for black olives. But I'll, I will tell you this: if I am like somewhere, and pizza is what's being fed to the people, and the only pizza has black olives on it, I'll eat it. My thought about pizza, and I could be wrong, and somebody might correct me on this, but I don't think so. Any pizza is pretty much good. Like, I didn't <laughs> used to be this say way. It's like something else that's always pretty much good. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose you could. But here's what I would say is, um, <laughs> in my life, I have run into pizzas that uh, have seemed good at first, and then later on, turns out they're not, it's not as good, I yeah. guess. But as I get older... Mm, especially now this is not a metaphor i'm saying this with honestly honesty when i was a kid uh there were only a couple of types of pizza i would eat like a cheese pizza i would eat a pepperoni pizza if i ate the pepperoni pizza i would take the pepperonis off and eat them first so right. that i was then left with the cheese pizza uh and then i would and you know this you know me I'm weird. I will scrape everything off of the pizza. I was... And then... Yeah, I was just going to ask if you still eat pizza the way you used to. And that is with a fork, scraping the topping off and eating just the topping. And then I can't remember if you go to town on the crust or not. Now, yeah, I do. I do. I eat the entire crust. Here's... Because I like the crust the best. I want to save it. But <laughs> I'm an adult now, like a full-fledged adult, pretty much. Uh, so what I do is, when I take a bite, to, bite of pizza, I, I take a small bite, I eat the topping off of it first, and then I bite the crust afterwards. So, it's really the same thing, but it looks a lot more normal than it used to. <laughs> well, as long as you're keeping up appearances. Exactly. I think the only um, bad pizza I've ever had was this, uh, this frozen pizza that I had in my fridge for uh, probably a year. I should have mm. just I should have just thrown it out, but uh, it was it was uh, like 
one day I didn't feel like making food and I needed to eat dinner. So I'm like, all right, screw it. I'll just have this frozen pizza that I've been staring at for however long. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, ice crystals had formed on it and crap. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I ended up, after eating, like, a slice and a half, I ended up throwing it out. Wow. Yeah. Now, it was, when was... Was I, this I, within... I, this is in the last couple of years. Six yeah, years? This is okay. Within the past six years. This was in my apartment. And, um, not surprisingly, I have yet to purchase another frozen pizza. Mmm. When I was in college... Because, I don't want to make the same mistake. I started eating cottage cheese. I didn't really like cottage cheese at first, but I started eating it at college. I really liked it. And then, one day, Ben, the bad cottage cheese. Oh, no. And from that point, I couldn't eat cottage cheese anymore. I should maybe give it another shot. Maybe I'll like it again. I don't know. I've had cottage cheese in my past, and it's it's nothing that I uh, uh, look forward to eating. Hmm. So, that, that's I, I said earlier that if you know if uh, olive olives on pizza was the only kind of pizza that was being fed to me for dinner, I'd eat it. If mm-hmm. I if the only thing being fed to me for dinner was a big bowl of cottage cheese, I'd probably pass. Oh, I'd go wow. hungry. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Well, I mean, of course there are limits. Like you know, obviously, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> you're expecting you'll be able to eat again. I'm expecting that, that I'm, yeah, I'm, I'll be able to leave wherever I am, like whatever party or function I'm at, and go home and, and you know, reheat this year-old frozen pizza. Hey, speaking about which, um, do you remember me talking about the Korean uh, grocery store? And yes. about how I read, okay, so here's a, it's a bad thing on my end. Uh, I do not have a printout of the review or anything like that, but I believe that I grossly misinterpreted the review. Well, let's re- let's revo- let's review what this review was. So you read a review about the store, and then you were going to go and try to see for yourself if what was said in the review is right. true. That's true. And and so- what the person said was, it. This is what I remember them saying. I remember them saying that they were in a walk-in freezer and she asked them if there was anything that they could, she could do to help them. And they said no. And eventually she closed the door on them. Now I she being the, 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 a worker at the store. Right. Well, the only person that seems to work at this store and the owner, but here's the thing. I actually went there. Jennifer, Betty and I went there. I don't know if you know this, but Missouri is kind of a mess right now. More so than normal? Or, I mean, Um, more so than the rest of the country? Yes. Yeah, Missouri is one of the higher higher areas, and which is why our our town, which is right across the river from St. Louis, uh, has growing cases, (laughs) whereas the rest of the Illinois uh, populations... Look, there are some small towns in Illinois that are suing the governor because they don't have any cases and yet they have to do all the social distancing stuff. We can't, we can't say that we shouldn't have any case. Cause we do, we have a lot of cases. Uh, people go over to Missouri, hang out at the bars that were open and stuff like that. And then came back to Illinois. They do that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so you went we, to the Korean store. We 
went to the Korean store, it's on the Illinois side of the river. All the other Asian grocery stores we go to um, are in the St. Louis side. So we were pretty excited. Went to this place. No walk-in freezer, Ben. What? No walk-in freezer at all. I was promised all. a walk-in freezer. I was... Because if you remember, I was going to go in and I was going to see, can can you actually shut someone in here? Or is there a handle that you can go to? Right. Here's what I think maybe happened. One of two things. Either she got rid of her walk-in freezer, which I doubt. Seems like probably something that you wouldn't necessarily take out of a store if you that, had it. It's a large infrastructure project for a small Korean grocery store. What it does have is a whole bunch of those um, on-the-floor freezers that kind of open like a casket, if yeah. you will. Like has a whole bunch of those, like ice, you, like where you can get ice cream or something. Exactly, right. Ice cream or perhaps octopus, depending on what kind of store you're. In. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: if I if I think back to that person describing the problem that they had, they were there looking in the freezer section, right? I could have sworn they said the walk-in freezer, but let's just say that they're there with the with all the the freezers, the standalone freezers. And she asks them if she can help them, and they say no. And then she shuts the freezer on them. It would mean, given the layout of the store, that she would have actually walked up behind them and shut the freezer while they were looking at stuff. Which I don't think she would have done. She seemed very nice. Now, again, I'm not a jerk. Maybe she deals with jerks differently. But I think that their whole story is suspect. And I think I might know why. And what is what, is, what have you come up with? There is another Korean grocery store mere uh, five minutes away from this other one. So you had your stores mixed up. It's a restaurant with some groceries as well. So, I'm going to try to convince Betty and Jennifer to go with me to that one <laughs> and see if there's a walk-in freezer. Cuz why I, are you why are you trying to why are you convincing them to go on this adventure with you? you, you can't you do this reconnaissance on your own? I I like them to do stuff with me. You know, we're <laughs> we're friends. We're not just a family. We we do stuff together. They like me, Ben. They <laughs> they really like me. Hey, speaking about which, um, my uh, my ex writing partner uh, just contacted me uh, yesterday. I didn't see the email. I mean the the message till today. Uh, he has submitted something that we wrote together for a contest, and he just wanted to tell me. And so I wrote back to him because I didn't want you know be, been trying to you know cold turkey it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wrote back to him and I said, that's cool. And I told him about AI Dungeon to see uh, what he does with it. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, how are things in Seattle? Heating up. Um, really? Yeah. Well, you know, weather talk is not the most exciting. But seeing as how nobody over here has air conditioning, oh, um, yeah. it becomes a thing. Uh, but yeah, other than that. 
uh, things things seem to be relatively calm. Um, oh, so things aren't heating up politically, for example. Well, <laughs> uh, politically, um, uh, social unrest uh, is it's 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 a, it's on a downswing. We had uh, last weekend. We had some uh, protests, and I don't. I gotta tell you, I'll be honest. I don't know if. Um, oh yeah, they did. The, so the police did start rioting again. Wait, the um, police started rioting? Well, see, that's the that's that's what happens over here. You have uh you have protesters, and then you have the police, and they they line up. You know, they they face off, and then somebody does some protester does something a policeman doesn't like, and then it's just this chain reaction of pepper bullets, uh, uh, pepper balls, rubber bullets, and tear gas into the crowd. The sound and that you so, just heard was me opening an Arizona iced tea. And the ginseng. police, the police Green opened tea. up a can of whoop ass on the uh, protesters. Uh, but fortunately, you know this is Capitol Hill. We only protest on the weekends when oh, there's yeah. nice when there's nice weather. So um, it's been quiet during the week. Uh, but I can imagine that come the weekend. Things will heat up again um, politically. However, uh, I did hear that the federal troops have been withdrawn from Seattle, so there's that. Oh, well, interesting. I I hear that there were federal troops uh, in Chicago, but I haven't been paying attention to the news as much. Although I did return to Twitter for one post today, which you oh, may yeah. have seen. I didn't um, see the post, but I saw that you uh, you liked the post I tagged you in. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Um, ben and I were in a show called uh, Naked Ladies with Becky Poole. Uh, Becky, Ben, and I wrote the wrote the thing, and Ben found something that said Naked Ladies on it, and he sent it to me and Becky, and it was cool. Yeah, and uh, the next day, that uh, the board that that was painted on was torn down. Hey, so we did it. We did it. Got the picture before the destruction. Indeed. Uh, so, oh, really quick. I was thinking about this. Um, one of the things I really liked about Arizona iced tea, green tea with ginseng, is the bottle, which they don't make anymore. Do you remember what the bottle looked like? Is it specific to that flavor? Uh-huh. Because I can remember Arizona iced tea bottles. It They're was like blue long, glass. Long and narrow, right? Yeah, blue glass, blue glass bottle. Yeah. Uh, and it was one of my favorites. And now it comes in cans, and it's just not the same. <laughs> well, Speaking maybe aluminum cans, cans. Maybe aluminum. <laughs> That's where the podcast uh, took a weird turn. Hey, hold on. Um, <laughs> so Pornhub? No. Uh, I, I, I feel as though. America uh, has a strange uh, relationship with sex, Ben. America don't say. has a strange relationship with sex, Ben. <laughs> Which is a totally different... Okay, so here's what I'm saying. Um, is that where you get your the... alien DNA? Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. And who who doesn't want so? Really? No. That's one of the things in the... Uh, in the starseed idea that is a little strange. Um, 
everyone who believes that they have alien DNA and is on uh, YouTube about it, they're all experts. Like, they know where where the aliens come from and what their culture is like and all this kind of stuff. And I, I think back to me, uh, who's from do, Earth uh, and has human parents and how I didn't know much about them at all or their culture for a very long time. And I would like to see, and I'm sure this exists, you don't have to send it to me, but somebody who's like, yeah, I'm a starseed, I... Um, uh, you know, my, uh, my, my mother was a human and my father was an alien and I don't know where he's at or what he's doing. He's pretty much deadbeat alien dad. Uh, (laughs) my mom. Next on Jerry Springer. Exactly. My mom remembers there being a flying saucer, but if I remember correctly, the last time I drove by your trailer, that flying saucer was up on blocks. You haven't... (laughs) abducted even you know a child support payment in over 40 years you know that kind of thing wait we you had haven't a abducted trip. a we ch- thought we'd settled out a whittle some if he <laughs> that's right if he had abducted a child support payment that would mean that he would have received one which doesn't make any sense so my whole metaphor is flawed ben I think this um, this alien the people who claim they have alien DNA or what you st- say starseed, which I've never I haven't heard that <laughs> phrase before. Yeah. Um. Uh. And who seem to know a lot about the aliens? I think my you know my only response to that is uh, of course because it's in their DNA. Oh yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, you know that is something that's that's an interesting uh, aspect of psychology that I don't like. And the reason I mention this is you know me Ben. What do I what do I think about psychology? What's my what's my big Let's see <laughs> let's see if the thing I keep talking about over and over again is actually as annoying and ever present as I think it is. Do you remember what my my take on on psychology is? What I prefer versus what I don't like? I do not. You'll have to repeat it for Yay! the listeners. So I'm not a jerk. Uh, I I think I bore you with this stuff sometimes, Ben. I'll let Which you know. I might, but um, I am very pro behavioral psychology rather than finding out what's in people's heads. Uh, talk therapy, all that kind of stuff is interesting, but people can lie uh, about what they think. People can be wrong about what they think. People can misremember things and all that. What what I like, as far as psychology goes, is observing people and their behavior. Because that's a measurable thing. Right. Now, you... So, for Action instance... Action is character, as, um, as F. Scott Fitzgerald says. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I, but yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it's one of those situations where... Um, if, I, if I'm testing your reaction time, you see a light and you press a button, right? And you press a button four seconds after you see the light. And four seconds is below average. And you might go, oh, I didn't really see it. Or, oh, my my thumb was too slow. Or, you know, you can come up with many different reasons. Uh, one of which may be correct. But 
the psychology that I like, uh, it doesn't matter necessarily uh, what you think the reason you didn't do it is. The only thing that matters is that you didn't do it. And <sighs> the reason why that happened inside your head uh, isn't it. It's not that it's not important, but you don't focus on that. You focus on the things that you can actually measure. Um, and so, again, the idea but, uh, racism is a good example. It's a great example, Ben. Uh, oh, let's talk about racism again. Why? <laughs> why is the person racist? Uh, it really, especially for the people who are uh, on the receiving end of it, it doesn't necessarily matter if their behavior doesn't change. If that makes sense. Well, now, I mean, if like if you if someone's walking down the street, you know, if a, if a white person is walking down the street and a black person is coming towards them, the white person, if they think, you know, if they if they have this reaction that they're suddenly scared that they want to cross the street because mm -hmm. they're afraid of black people, but they don't. Mm -hmm. In fact, maybe they nod and wave to this stranger. Yes. Are they racist? Okay. And this is a very good question. It really depends on where you're coming from. And this is a great example. I personally think that if someone is a racist, right? Like uh, if they say the N-word in their head whenever they see someone who is black... But they never say it, and in fact, don't let it influence their behavior. And I'm very careful when I say this because <laughs> because there's a there's quote don't let it influence my behavior, right? Where it absolutely influences their behavior, uh, but they don't see it. I'm talking if there's a statistic if statistically there's no difference between how they treat a white person and how they treat a black person. That person, while perhaps racist in their head, is not demonstrably racist. Now, what I have seen in my life is that people who are racist in that way normally end up showing it through their actions anyway. Like, they, there is no person who is, quote-unquote, not racist uh, on paper, but racist in their head. Why? Because I haven't seen them. <laughs> and if they were really good at it, uh, maybe that makes sense. You know what I mean? Well, so I yeah. guess it proves my my thing. But, but the yeah, that's a really good example. Um, I... I feel as though this would be my this would be my um, my sort of corollary to that. If I say, "Oh yeah, I know I've got a problem with race and it's, it's bad and I'm really trying to get better," um, but then every single time I get a black candidate, I go, "Well, you know, I, I really wish I could give them a better shake, but this is about experience. It's not about uh, you know right or wrong." We're a meritocracy here, right? Yeah. That person 
saying that they're not a racist and even attending a seminar about racism and reading books about it or whatever, if they don't actually change their behavior, it doesn't really do a lot for me when I'm, when I'm viewing that. Now, I have a friend who is an actual psychologist and does stuff. Uh, and he's also is, a racist. Which is not, he, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, it's not, should, I shouldn't laugh as much. Um, so, no, he, he doesn't uh, agree with me that much, and, and I understand why. His idea is this. Unless we know what they're thinking, there's no way we can get them to change their behavior because we have to find out what they're thinking and then address it and talk to them about it and things like that. You also have to find somebody who will be honest with a psychologist when talking about what they're thinking. We'll see, and that's the thing, right? Uh, he and I are coming from two different places because uh, the psychology that I like to practice uh, doesn't care about the people if this makes sense it's sort of a it's sort of a dr house kind of thing like i'm not trying to improve anyone i'm, I'm trying treating to a disease out, not a person well i'm trying to figure out why they're behaving the way they are i'm not trying to get them uh to feel better about themselves or to understand themselves and therefore yeah um it you know actually the house is a so, thing is no, a good metaphor it, it, it's actually more about you people than it are, is about them. People lie. A lot. Yeah. They lie to themselves. They lie to people who are giving them surveys. You know, if I if if I could gather data, and this is why, uh, you know, the Department of Homeland Security and uh, police state and surveillance state and all that is so bad. Uh, if I can get information from you without you ever knowing you've given it to me, that's the best yeah. kind of information to have. Right. Uh, when dealing with behavioralism stuff. Oh, speaking of which, I can see, ben, I can see why you think you bore people with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. I love it. No, I love talking that, about that's it. That's on me. That's on me. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. It was, you were speaking for the listener at that point. <laughs> no, but this brings me to a topic that Jennifer's going to hate. Uh, as though she loved everything that I talked about up until this point. Uh, to, to let the people know, my wife, Jennifer Pratt, Jennifer Fact Checker, listens to our conversation, finds uh, things that are wrong, and writes them down and emails them to us at Ben's email at yahoo.com at gmail.com so that we can read it on a segment called Corrections. Uh, she hates it when we talk about politics and opinions and things like that. Because are you going to talk about how Bernie might have won? Uh, no. Okay. Nope. Uh, I, I, what is this? Is this a, is this a new thing? I've never heard of this. He might have won. Is that possible? <laughs> uh, no. Counterfactual statements. We do not indulge in counterfactual statements. Um, we don't know and we never will know if he actually would have won. Now, uh, back in, uh, the election times, um, we switched might have won to could possibly now win, but that didn't go over well either for a lot of people. So what you going to do? All right. Well, actually, there's there's something before you go on. I just want to briefly mention, yeah. uh, you know, people lying to themselves or lying to uh, everybody lies. 
one of the things that we're falling into a trap the, right now is all these polls that saying, you know, the Democratic nominee is polling higher than the Republican nominee. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, that happened four years ago, too. But people are lying to the polls because they're embarrassed to vote for the Republican nominee. But they're going to vote for the Republican nominee when yep. they get to the polls. Again, this happened a lot in uh, in several union uh, workers who went on social media and talked about how they they didn't think that it would happen to them because they couldn't bring themselves to vote for uh, a woman. Uh, and so now they regret the fact that, you know, they didn't. But they're also like, why did you make me not vote for your candidate? Which is, I don't know, it's, it, 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 get, it dovetails into what I'm talking about, Ben. Great. Which is, why is Joe Biden the Democratic candidate? People say, oh, it's because he's who everybody wanted, which I think is untrue, personally. Um, you know, we've talked about before, there might be some shenanigans that happen. Uh, the the party is interested in, in running the person that they want to run and not necessarily yeah. the person that the people, all the people want. And then they say, well, you better now vote for the person that we've got or else you're complicit in the uh, election of the guy that you don't want, the challenger. Yeah. And for a long time, it really confused me. Why, why do people care so much? Why do people... Like, for instance, Seattle being a blue state, you know, theoretically, the Democrat <laughs> candidate is going to win. What? what? It, it isn't? Oh, Seattle um. being a blue state. Sorry. I'm sorry. There's more <laughs> There's more of a state around um, Seattle. I, I realize that. Um, well, in the, in the coming... Seattle's where all the votes are. I mean, in in the in the coming uh, civil war, the state lines will be redrawn, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, good point. Um, but, no, the... Uh, the basic idea um, that Washington is a blue state because uh, its population center, Seattle, has a lot of the voters and most of them vote blue. Yeah. Um, that idea that you are going to uh, go for the Democrat no matter what, your state is going to go no matter what. So why are people so intent on making sure that you love the Democratic candidate. You can't just say, yeah, I'll begrudgingly vote for him. You have to be behind them and you have to be positive for them. And your friends who are, you know, more Democrat than you are will get mad at you if you don't say that you like him. Why does all that stuff happen? And I have a hypothesis I'm going to share with you, Ben. Have I shared this hypothesis with you before of the, the Overton window? I do not believe this? you have. Okay, so the Overton window, and I'm simplifying it because I don't really understand it. <laughs> the, the Overton window it's is good the that idea you're talking of about it then. The, the stuff that is uh, politically acceptable in the United States, for example. Um, gay marriage uh, was outside of the Overton window, now pretty much in it. Pretty much everyone's fine with gay marriage. There are extremists. Uh, who don't like it, but it's not seen as an extreme opinion to like it anymore. Public opinion has come towards the approval side, but I wouldn't say that only extremists don't like it. Okay. Uh, but 
but yes uh, so you've 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 made a, a more nuanced statement and i i agree with it <laughs> so this is the basic idea i feel as though the reason that even though you know you've got the electoral the electoral college uh electoral and you've got you know the red states and blue states um the reason that people get so mad and say you have to support the candidate is because what our general election is is not an election for the president it is a customer service survey about what we'd like to see america be for the next four years so every four years they check in and they say okay we want to see kind of where where we where we hit and this is the idea basically um true power power behind the throne the presidency whatever you know call it what you will the powers that be the oligarchy the rich people who who make the country run basically um they have a set of parameters that they're willing to operate in and the boundary for one parameter is the republican candidate and the boundary for the other parameter is the democrat candidate and they try to get you know through uh all the political ads and you know social engineering and everything they try to get everyone to fit in between those two boundaries like you're like you're scooping up water into a big bucket or something i I don't know i'm making two hands with my i mean uh like a v with my arms basically and i we're trying to to get the people to narrow their belief system to fit into these parameters and that's why the election cycle takes so long and that's why there are people highly placed inside of the political parties who are trying to get you to bring all of your friends who are in the far fringes back into the fold and why they want you to argue with them and get them to not only say that they'll vote, but to accept the platforms and everything because they are trying to get us into a general frame where what we think of as the extremes of thought are actually closer together than one may think. That's that's why I think we still have general elections right now. And like I said, uh, Jennifer's going to hate that. You probably didn't like it that much either, but for some reason, I really felt like I needed to get that out there. <laughs> I think it's because I'm not on Twitter. Well, Otherwise, I would have just that's... written that the reason we have general elections but you 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 started this off saying why is joe biden the nominee oh and so oh and the reason is because uh bernie sanders who was doing a really good job up until a certain point uh wasn't within that parameter they needed someone to get closer to the center not because people wouldn't vote for bernie sanders but enough of the right people wouldn't vote for him if that yeah, makes sense. and that's I think I mean I I, I don't know if I uh, um, buy into the uh, the theory that there's a uh, you know enough deep sp- deep state operatives and uh, Freemasons or whatever out there controlling everything. I think it was just the DNC saying, "Look, 
we're a centrist organization. Joe Biden is the centrist candidate. Yeah. You know, and that's well, they, and they with the understanding or the belief, not the understanding, but the belief that that's the only way to get the most votes is to be centrist. Yeah. And that's I guess that's the big thing is that they're centrist um, when they relax and they're able to go more left and extend themselves and stuff if they need to. But we, I mean, we talked about this with Barack Obama. He was not far left. The reason people think that he was far left is because that's what the Republicans kept telling them. Well, I mean, we've gone so far right these days that, you know, what is centrism but, you know, slightly Republican. Uh, And yet, Barack Obama was, uh, you know, famously against gay marriage as a candidate. Do I think that, you know, person Barack Obama was against gay marriage? No, I don't candidate barack obama was because that's how you got votes and then magically once he was president his thinking evolved again uh all of our all of our presidential candidates love church doesn't matter which ones they are yep unless you're Um, robert uh uh, or john f kennedy and you're irish catholic in that case you know whoo that was a fight yeah 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 that was oh i think we we might have talked about this I haven't watched uh, a lot of the, um, oh, oh no, Murdoch Mysteries. Uh, but one of them, spoiler alert, uh, Murdoch was going to be made an inspector. And uh, the guy who was going to make him an inspector said, no, uh, there's no way we'll ever have a Catholic and as an inspector here in Toronto. Yeah. Did yeah. I mention that already? I feel like I might have. It sounds somewhat familiar and I probably heard it from you. But but yeah yeah yeah. So uh, sorry if this is a a repeat. Maybe that's something. Once uh, AI can look at all of our uh, our voices, uh, tally how many times I repeat things on the podcast. I uh, you know what over and Ev- over again. Eventually, we're going to be able to feed all these podcasts into a server, and it'll spit out a general Goody Lawrence podcast hour. I really think Ben that. The same technology that's driving AI Dungeon, right, will yeah. allow people in the future, because of how much we've done with this, uh, that's just us, they'll be able to auto-generate a Goody Lawrence podcast for infinity. People will be able to listen to any, <laughs> like, any a length. 24-hour Goody Lawrence station. Yeah. Um, except, now, here's the thing. Yelling for Betty actually kind of interesting might throw a wrench in it because uh if it doesn't i think the ai will be able to figure out that it's not either you or me and so it should be fine but yeah eventually the betty voice might just come in at random times hey wait a second that's kind of similar i mean it'll be already happened It'll be uh, an amalgamation of um, Betty's voice from when we first started to to now or whenever because she's oh, growing yeah. and her voice is changing and her, you know, the the way uh, she thinks about the world is changing. Exactly. At, at some point in time, the submarine episode that we did will uh, <laughs> throw everything off. A kernel panic inside the AI machine. <laughs> Colonel Panic is a great drag name. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking about which, you might be able to remember this. There's a guy 
This is going to be very vague, but I think you're going to be able to to figure it out. There's a there's a like a male stripper who did a spin the bottle, I think, or something like a spin the bottle. Uh, he did a lot of poses, and there was a photograph of him that was in the bar for a while. Waxy Moon. Yeah, I think that's him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, because he's uh, a performer still in town, I believe. I believe he is on tiktok jennifer showed me a thing and she goes this guy we know this guy don't we know this guy and i he reminded me of waxy moon Mm. if he wasn't him but i think he might be i think that might be who it is i don't know his real name i think it's mark or something like that i don't actually personally know him or i've never met him but i know who he is so yeah, I'll check. I'll check with Jennifer after the podcast is over and figure it out. Or will I? Because or will you? Here's the thing, Ben. Uh, today, I am promised to help my friend Andy, who has appeared on the podcast before, to move a stove. A uh, he's stove. Coming, yeah, he's coming by here uh, at seven, which for me is forty. No, no, sixteen minutes from now. Uh, with a pickup truck. Now, I've been without a handcart since I moved here, so like for like six years. So I picked yeah. up a handcart uh, and some moving straps, and we're gonna move the stove. Except it's raining a lot, and so I don't know if we're actually gonna move the stove or not. Well, I haven't heard uh, from him. Are you moving it to the dump? Are you moving it to... No, moving to... it to from, from one garage to another. Is it going to be installed in this other garage? Uh, no, I functional? don't think so. Well, you know, just pick yourself up a tarp. Put the tarp over the stove. Oh, I was just saying because I wouldn't want to get wet. That's all. Oh, come on, you wimp. Yeah, Live yeah, a little. yeah. Ha- I've been away from Seattle for how long? No, but this is, uh, this is <laughs> Illinois Storm, which is different. Uh, Illinois storms are downpours with a lot of thunder and lightning. Yeah. Uh, storms that kill people. Speaking of which, that's one of the reasons why uh, Betty is actually not at band camp today. Uh, because there was a storm. And one of the things you don't want to do in a storm is be in the middle of a field holding <laughs> a piece of metal. She does this, uh, th- this thing called rack which uh, is a large metal rack with uh, instruments on it. I mean, uh, drum stuff on it. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, also, Aaron Jorgensen. Uh, marimba player. Yeah. What about her? She and I and Richard Lefebvre and Richard Lefebvre's brother. Uh, and, uh, oh, oh, God. Uh... uh blanking uh it should not be blanking um he is dark hair guy glasses fixes everything uh married to Susanna anderson uh um, john DeShazo. john DeShazo. why did i not know john DeShazo's name for, sometimes for things the listener, john DeShazo is someone that i know fairly well uh definitely not someone whose name i should forget uh he he him me Richard Lefebvre, Richard Lefebvre's brother, Aaron Jorgensen, uh, Devo cover band. We did uh, one one time for uh, Kira, uh, Kira's going away party. 
And then I stopped doing it because uh, I had a drum machine, and that was me, the drum machine guy. Yeah. And Richard Lefebvre's brother uh, couldn't handle playing to a pre-programmed drum machine that I would then just hit the button and go. I think uh, I remember so, this. So they made me switch drum beats manually, and it had a dial. And the dial that is what you use to switch the drum beats um, was very sensitive. And so it was a difficult, nerve-wracking experience trying to turn the dial to the right parts to do the song. And so I, I gave Richard Lefebvre the drum machine and said, okay, I'll see you later. And then I never did the, uh, <laughs> the thing again. And so I'm wondering now where that drum machine is and if I they remember, ever performed again. I remember that all going down. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you there? I think you were there. I don't uh, think, I think I was visited. at that event. I don't think I ever mm. saw it. I was just, you know, we were hanging out and and, and I heard you, it and was, you were talking about it. It was good. It. John John Jashezo was really really good uh, as a frontman. For uh, he's for got that. he's got surprising talents that John Jashezo for being such he's, a you know an understated uh, flying under the radar disappearing into the crowds kind of gentleman. He'll 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 surprise you. Yeah yeah yeah. Like uh, he's a furniture repairman and a welder. All sorts of stuff. And he'll belt uh, out a song on key. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, why was I thinking about that? Oh, Aaron Aaron Jorgensen has a TikTok. <laughs> uh, and ooh, boy, you know what? Have they not banned TikTok yet? No, not a TikTok. Instagram stories. And you know, uh, now that I think about it, I wonder if I should not have mentioned any of that. Because she, one of the things she does on her Instagram is post angry letters that she gets for, or angry messages she gets from people. But I think she posts under a different name. And if I hadn't said anything, then that wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> well, I am not on the Insta, so I do not know if she posts under her own name or. Or a pseudonym. Um, yes. Chances of this doxing her, it'd be pretty slim, I think. <laughs> Honestly. Pretty slim. Um, Unless the person doing the doxing is uh, either Jennifer Factchecker or Steven. So maybe what I could do is I could go through and take out references to her last name. That's what I'll do. Uh, you do that. Wait, should I? Sounds this like is, a lot of work. This is your drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe... Um, I don't... Hmm. I mean, I don't have a problem leaving her name in because we didn't say anything about her. Yeah, that's true. Well, we, we said just that she plays her. the marimba. Still... That should be fine. Right? Hmm. <laughs> this is right. great podcasting. Yeah, no. I love it. The, the last, the last uh, third of this show will just be us uh, <laughs> humming aloud on whether or not to uh, remove oh. somebody's name. Yeah. I don't... Uh. I'll just write it into the show notes. I'll write her full name, what she does, where to find her TikTok. 
that way our, that answers uh, our question uh, for us. It's on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Uh, See, yeah, now actually, we've we've yeah. thrown everybody off the trail. <laughs> there we go. It's great. Um, hold on. I I think it's called Marimba Church. She <laughs> plays in Marimba. It's called Marimba Church. Yes, she she posts that on Facebook as well. Okay, well there you go. That's her Marimba Church. And does she uh, like? Why does she get hate mail? Oh, she really doesn't. Um, she I know she's very vocal about issues. Yeah, um, I, that I think that's I know what about, it is. I think I, I, this is the thing: is I think it's just problems with her issues, not problems with her playing. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's fine. Aaron Jorgensen, Marimba Church. That's fine. We've plugged it now enough. People don't have a problem. Like you said, it's on. It's a Facebook thing. You can find it. Now that I think about it, Ben, I'm. I'm not worried about it. Let's let's just let it go because it's. I better not be getting a text uh, Monday afternoon after the show. No, is posted you won't. Asking. You won't. You won't. You won't. You won't. You won't. Ben, I'm going to tell you uh, a true thing, and I and I apologize to you and to the listener. Write it down. This is the episode when it happens. Um, I just looked up uh, to see if. She uses her name on the Facebook Marimba Church thing, and she does. So it's fine. And I'm bad, Ben. You looked How? something up during the show? Well, that's I, I can forgive that. What's that? I can forgive that if you're yeah. making sure that, uh, you know. If, we're, if uh, I'm making sure I don't have to do any work to edit the podcast. Exactly. Exactly. It's fine. That's it's legit. That's what, uh, that's what happened. <laughs> so, hey, speaking about not doing any work to edit the podcast. Hey, Betty! Oh, God. Hey, Betty! Hey, all right. It's happening, Ben. It's really happening. Oh, can you hear Edward? I do. Yeah. Anytime Betty says anything, Edward flips out. Cole and Doesn't I did matter. a panel tipper. Cole and I did a panel tipper light on Monday, and we played the, the video of the outtakes from the Monkey Man call. Oh yeah, I I I have to say, uh, Cole Hornaday, very stand-up guy. Uh, really appreciate him and his support. <laughs> however, oh, well, no, no, no. However, oh wait, was <laughs> okay. there a however for, on your side? No, no, no. I think uh, that, that it sounded like that's where you were going. Oh no, no, no. I like Cole. Uh, Betty is here. She is drinking a marble soda that we got from the uh, Korean store. Hey, so Betty. Gone. So, um, Betty, let me ask you a question. Uh, when you are in band and you're playing the rack, yes, you do not march, right? You stand there. Yeah, we we keep talking about this. I stand there. I just stand there next to your rack, which is made out of metal. Is that right? Yes. So during a thunderstorm, is your rack <laughs> the tallest thing? During a thunderstorm, my rack is in a trailer because thunderstorms don't. We don't go out in thunderstorms, and we have a place like a trailer where we put the stuff. Oh, so it's just in the trailer. It's not. Yep. Hey, Ben. It Yo. made the trailer. 
Doesn't hey. work. Doesn't work. I tried. I tried, <laughs> but it's not good. So, uh, so yeah, Betty is uh, signed up for school. Yes. So far, we have her signed up to distance learn, but there's a there's a, a growing debate in uh, our household about whether or not uh, the lack of social interaction will be good for Betty. Um, the, the one thing that has been noted is that classes are actually going to be online. It's not just going to be homework online. You're actually going to be in a class, like a Zoom class kind wow, of thing. Wow, so one teacher with uh, a Zoom class of 30 kids? I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, how was your Zoom? But Betty, you've done Zooms before with your class. Mm, yeah. Are they fun? Are they too crowded? What's it? I don't know. I, it's been a long time since that has happened. That's right. You're now a grizzled vet veteran of the <laughs> uh, staying at home wars. Basically. She's staring not even at me. She's just staring into the middle distance, Ben, with the dead Whoop. eyes of someone who's seen it all. Uh... Betty's still a big fan of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep. Um, let's see. What else is new, Betty? Uh, I... I'm tired. <laughs> one, of the, one, of the running, one of the running conversations has been... I a bunch of pizza. Oh, she ate a bunch of pizza. And speaking of pizza, I learned a song about pizza on my piano. Oh, you uh, learned a... You learned a song about pizza yep. on your piano. Yep. It's great. That's kind of it. How? Okay, wait. Ben Ben was saying that one of the longer longest running conversations. What'd you say, Ben? Uh, yeah, it has been her sleep schedule. Is it has it come oh, yeah. back around? Your sleep schedule. We've talked about it. What time did you wake up today? Uh, two. Two in the afternoon. Yeah, but, but I went to sleep at. 3 a.m. Yeah, it's not really her fault because we stayed up to watch a meteor shower. That, That's cool. Well, sort of. We drove to a field that actually has more light pollution than our street does <laughs> next to a bunch of weeds that were a breeding ground for mosquitoes. So we're all itchy and tired today. I believe that's what Which they is, call irony. One of the reasons why I was drinking uh, two Arizona iced teas today, normally I limit myself to one, uh, and maybe a little bit more talkative and bouncy than I normally am. <laughs> bouncy? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for Betty. I'm going. See you, Betty. I'm going to leave. Is I she love bouncing? You. I love you, too. Yeah. What's that? Is she bouncing? Oh, uh, no, no, she's uh, exhausted, tired. Uh, now, granted, tired for sleeping 11 hours, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I can get, I can see that. I've, I've, yeah. I've had nights where I've woken up uh, after a long night of sleep and have just felt, felt tired. Well, the other thing that we talk about is that um, the people who are Betty's age start growing again. And so they get tired easier because they're right. through that process of growing. I hit a big growing spurt be... when I was uh, 16. 
Oh wow. Yeah. I'm still waiting for mine to show up. I don't know. <laughs> One of these days. Um, that actually reminds me of a uh, uh, joke. Uh, I think it was Wendy Liebman, uh, stand-up oh, comedian, yeah. said, uh, you know, she's like, sorry if I seem grumpy. I just got my period today. You know, but, you know, it's unusual because most of my friends got it when they were 13. <laughs> she she also uh, has one that's, uh, when I was, oh, what was it? When I was 13 uh my dad uh tried to set me up with one of his friends which everyone frowned upon and like the crowd like groans and she says because what kind of a man is friends with a 13 year old boy and then the rest (laughs) of the crowd ground she was great those those quick turns yeah uh very very talented cannot believe that she uh, didn't get more popular. There are lots of people, I think. Uh, I mean, obviously, we both know her name and all I that. Cannot, but I thought you're—I thought you were going to do something like I cannot believe that she uh, killed all those people. No, no, with, I wouldn't try to. With her comedy, I would. <laughs> she murdered them with her with comedy. Jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I would never try to. Oh, that's one of the things. Uh, are you familiar with the? Uh, oh God, it's it's a comic. It's not it's yet called the uh, the something Bible something. The huh? uh, oh God, I should know this. The Perry Bible. So I th- I think it's PBS, but I'm not positive. Is this a um, is this a TV show, a routine, a group? Uh, a it's person? a it's comic it's a comic strip. Okay. Uh, and it's really good. Uh, uh, oh wait, wait! I know what I'm gonna do. Hey Betty! Oh God! It's a it's, it's a daily comic strip. I need your help. Get the get the book that's on the couch, the comic book, the big hardbound <laughs> comic book. Betty, get the big hardbound comic book from the couch and bring it down. All right. Haha, I'm not going to look it up. It's a physical <laughs> object, Ben. You can't stop me. Uh, but I, I just got this collection of uh, these comic strips. And they are some of the best uh, in the business. But one of the things about it is that the guy sometimes completely apes the style of another comedian or another not comedian comic Mm. writer yeah and it's it's kind of amazing and when he does it uh he he'll write underneath it apologies to uh so and so and betty's about to bring the book to me and it is called thanks betty bye yep the perry bible fellowship I've never heard of it. It's the Perry Bible Fellowship Almanac 10th Anniversary Edition. It's mostly an online comic, but it uh, it's really good. It's the Perry Bible Fellowship. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's one. Go it's out. one strip. It's a collection of just one strip, or is it a like a um, so, uh, so collection of multiple strips? No, it's uh, so it's it's a guy. He sometimes does multiple strips. Sometimes it's one panel. Usually it's multiple strips. 
All right, but no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's not like a collection of like old strips you'll find in in papers from the forties, you know. No, 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 no. It's just, it's he's a contemporary cartoonist. Okay, cool. At cool. his his cartoon is called the Perry the the Perry Bible Fellowship. His name is Nicholas Nickleby. Um, sorry, all the lights just went out on me. What? <laughs> yeah, all the lights down here. Did Betty turn the lights out on you? I don't think so. I, I think it's uh, just the the way things happened. Is is Andy Nicholas there to pick you up? Gerwich. Nicholas Gerwich and the PF, PBF. Nicholas Gerwich and the PBF, Ben. Alrighty. Ah, I love you, Ben. <laughs> I've never said it before, but it's true. Thank you for putting up to, with me. Uh, when I'm like this, yeah. I appreciate you, and uh, I will talk to you next week at a, a similar time, perhaps a somewhat on similar a different time. day. Yeah, uh, but in the meantime, I, in the in the dark, I hope oh, that you uh, keep it wrong. Thank you. And the lights are on now. Uh, but regardless of whether it is dark or light, I <laughs> plan to keep it wrong, and I urge you to do the same. All right, dude. Thank you, Ben. Have Talk fun to... moving that stove. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping it gets canceled. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Talk to you later. Yep. Yep. Bye. Bye.